Hello everybody! It's your pal, Julio. So, I'm here at the top of the episode to let you know that this episode has quite a few technical difficulties. Particularly from the second half on. Uh, I think we're gonna leave it as is so that you can at least get some experience. I'm gonna cut out some of the parts towards the end where we just it's just unlistenable. But suffice it to say, Craig is no longer working for us. I gave him a very generous severance package. Um, and he's now happy with his wife and kids. He's fine. He's bounced back. He's working for a Harry Potter podcast, a very lucrative one. So he, he's okay. But um, this is the only episode where we have this issue. Going forward, we switch up our recording uh, texts techniques and uh have a far easier time recording our episodes so that being said enjoy demon caitlin for one last time and uh yeah and also it's only the second episode um be glad we figured this shit out now because i would have cried if i had to figure this shit out later all right bye bye I hate, I hate that voice. Okay. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> I just, okay. I, I feel like I need to announce this because every episode starts with us cracking up and I feel like we need to explain this. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Uh, <laughs> so uh, when we record through a bot through Discord and the bot... <laughs> sounds like a transformer or something um and it's really intense and whenever it starts recording it just like announces that it's recording in a very <laughs> in intense robot voice and it just like catches us off guard every time and we still haven't gotten used to you it would think after we've done this th this is our third time doing this we would get used to it but i it's like starscream comes into the chat just to let us know he's recording it's really weird <laughs> it's so good though uh, what's up? Anyway. Welcome to the Girls Talk, the Girls Talk podcast. It's me, Julio, and it's me, Caitlin. And we're talking about episode two, Vagina Panic. And there's a lot to talk about because it's an insane. It's insane. Yeah. Literally, right when it starts, it's it's an it's absurd. So, I mean, you want to kick it off, Kate? <laughs> yeah, I was about one minute into the episode, and I texted you, and I was like, "This is going to yeah. be insane." <laughs> Like right off the bat, it's, it's okay. immediately. Go ahead. All right, yeah. So I'm gonna read the uh, storyline as IMDb recaps it um, to give everyone <clears throat> an idea of what's going on. Right. Uh, Marnie has okay. So uh, episode two, vagina panic. Marnie has arranged for Jessa to have an abortion at the clinic. Jessa's situation adds an extra level of stress to Marnie and Hannah's post-sex discussions with Charlie and Adam, respectively. Marnie does not want to reduce her problems with Charlie as boredom, but she is feeling increasingly sexually and emotionally incompatible with him, especially as he always wants to please her rather than do what pleases him. Hannah becomes worried about what diseases Adam might be bringing into their sexual relationship through the sex he has with others, as she learns he does not always use condoms in those situations, and despite the fact that they always use condoms. Uh, that's weirdly worded. Okay. As yeah, such, yeah. Hannah, who is <laughs> as such, Hannah, who is paranoid about getting an STD, especially HIV, wants to get regularly tested. 
as she, Marnie, and Shoshana will be at the clinic anyway to provide Jessa with emotional support. Hannah figures that it is a good time, it's as good a time as any to get her first test done. Jessa doesn't seem to want to deal with the issue of, oh wait, hold on, there's more, sorry. That's okay. This is these are so long. <laughs> these are so much yeah, longer they than are I remember really them long. being. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> um, where is it? Okay, Jessa doesn't seem to want to deal with the issue of being pregnant. While Marnie, Hannah, and Shoshana wait for Jessa at the clinic, Shoshana divulges some information about her own sexual history. Meanwhile, Hannah goes on her first job interview. So that's what IMDb has to say about this episode. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, let's. Okay, well, first of all, in that episode, it didn't really occur to me until I've seen this episode three times. We were just talking about this, and it didn't really occur to me that she's freaking out that Adam's sleeping with other women and potentially giving her an STD. I thought she was just freaking out about possibly having an STD. Yeah, I thought so too. I guess I didn't really catch that. Um, I feel like she must have already known that. I don't know. I mean, it, it, I guess it, it makes sense that their conversation had, like, sparked that, but it, it, it didn't seem that um, obvious to me. Yeah, it's it's strange. This, I mean, I think, I mean, I, I feel comfortable saying that you and I both like this episode quite a bit uh, compared to the yes. first one, because it's very funny. Um, uh, but it's also kind of insane. I think watching it, I've watched it three times, like I said, um, some of the character stuff kind of goes in kind of awkward and not I don't I don't think on purpose directions but we'll talk about it when we get there um you want to so what, tell us give us the cut what, what happens first what are we what are we looking at when the episode starts it's, it's literally insane oh, it, it comes in hot <laughs> yeah it does uh, the opening scene is just immediately uh Adam and Hannah having sex <laughs> and Adam is like dirty talking just the worst the worst thing no, Adam the is the worst <laughs> Mr. Dirty Talk I've ever heard. Like, um, he's it, like telling her that he's an, that she's an eleven year old. <laughs> I guess picked up and is like I guess raping. I don't understand what he's trying to do here. It's I don't think he understands either, but it's yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. A big thing from this episode, I figure, is that Adam's incredibly dumb. Like he's a dumb idiot. Oh, def absolutely, a hundred percent. Yes. So that yeah, he's just railing <laughs> her, and he's like. He's like, oh, I, I knew how I saw you, and I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a lot, and it's, I don't, I, I'm, it's rough to watch. It's rough to watch, but it's also something we haven't really talked about yet. Um, the sex scenes in this show, I think, are done generally pretty great from my memory. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think they're pretty realistic. I mean, the the, the dialogue is obviously like weird and um, funny and exaggerated, but I think like for the most part it's pretty spot on yeah for, for sex in your early 20s anyway yeah like it's not particularly sexy it's kind of awkward and goofy which i think i mean coming off and i've said this yeah. twice already i think in each episode we've done so far that we just came off of sex and city and the sex and sex in the city is tv sex um like oh my I, god compared to sex in the city this is like the most realistic thing i've ever seen <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh i mean yeah i don't want to get into it because we're not talking about sex in the city but yeah it, it is kind of refreshing to kind of just see sex um not that it's ugly or anything by any means but it's just a matter of factly shown for sure yeah it's not like um it's not done up or anything it's just very it's uh, yeah i would say that it's pretty real yeah, can I can I talk about um my favorite line 
<laughs> in this oh, scene. Please, please do. Uh, uh, all right, my favorite line is when Adam is like, I'm gonna make a fucking continent of Africa on your arm. I knew, <laughs> I knew you were gonna say this. I knew it. Because as soon as he said it, I was like, Julio is gonna hone in on that one so hard. <laughs> what the fuck? It's just so- what is that? It's insane. <laughs> it's so God absurd. Damn it. It's insane. I don't know what to make of it. It's so bizarre. First, he says he's going to come on her tits, and he's like, but I'm going to make the fucking continent of Africa on your arm. I'm like, what does that mean? It's I don't, a I don't fucking know. genius, honestly. It was wonderful. And <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> there really isn't much else to that scene other than that they're just fucking, and Adam's a crazy person. But I do like that when they're done so having. My- yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I think this is what you were just about to say. But my favorite part of the scene was that when they're done having sex. Well, for two two things. First, um, was Hannah being like, the, <laughs> "That was really good." I almost came, yeah. <laughs> which is like the most early twenties woman thing. Yeah, <laughs> I could possibly. Um, but the other thing that I, I think is what you were about to say was that he asks her if he wants if she wants a Gatorade. <laughs> What do you have? What and flavor? She has, she has what flavor? What color? And he says orange, and she goes, "No thanks." Jesus Christ! Wait, there's a little bit there too when they're when he's like about to come, and he's like, uh, "Touch yourself." She's like, "Okay," but it's kind of awkward at this angle. It's like, yeah, that's that seems like really awkward. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's where it gets realistic, where he just yeah. like tells her to do stuff, and she's like, "I don't, I can't do that. Like, I don't know <laughs> what you're telling me to do." Dude, yeah, it's great. It's really, really good. Um, and then he offers he offers her a Gatorade. <laughs> oh, it's so good. That's like the perfect like dumb boy. Yeah. Thing. Oh, I also would like to point out like oh, I love this attention to detail that his mattress is on the floor because it's so on point with who Adam is as a character. Oh wow, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. He's yeah, just it's like just a, straight up on the floor. He's just like a. a I mean, he's a guy in his mid twenties. That's that's what he is. He's just like a guy in his mid twenties. That's very mid twenties kind of shit. Oh. Um, and you wanted to you wanted to bring it up last episode. We talked about it after we recorded, but you really wanted to talk about Adam's apartment. Do you want to like sound off a little bit on Adam's apartment? Yeah. So I totally forgot to mention this in the first episode, but it is something that I really honed in on that I appreciated. I appreciate. Uh, I appreciated the level of attention to detail in in Adam's apartment where they just make it so shitty. Like they just make it so, uh, such a guy's, an early 20 guy's apartment of just like shit strewn everywhere. The floor was like so dirty. There's just like empty cans, you know, strewn everywhere. Um, And my, my, yeah, like chips and stuff. And my my favorite thing was that there's just like a can of Raid sitting in the corner. And I was just like, (laughs) oh, that's so... So perfect for a New York uh, apartment. <laughs> yeah, and like not to, you know, people have raid. Obviously, that's you know, but you would think you'd put that away when you have people over. You don't want to like just, <laughs> right? You know, that shit is just out. Like that is like out, ready to grab at at a moment's notice. <laughs> Probably because yeah. he has cans all over the fucking floor. <laughs> yes, exactly. He, he's an absolute mess. Um, well, God. And then after their sex scene, do we go right into Charlie and Marnie's? It cuts immediately to Charlie and Marnie, which is like the the polar opposite. It's a great juxtaposition. Yeah, it's uh, let's talk about that because um, 
it, I understand. I, I kind of in the first episode was like, why is she like being so difficult with Charlie? He just seems to really like her. But I understand because he's a herb. But like that comes in full force <laughs> when they're having sex and he's just like, like, you just dude, you're killing me with this shit. This is awful. Oh, it's rough. Yeah. So in the first episode, you you definitely pegged him as a herb off the bat. I was a little bit more sympathetic, I think, towards him. Um, but now <laughs> immediately with this scene, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> He's a herb. hundred percent. So... It was it was so rough. It was so rough. <laughs> I think we should clarify what a herb is, because <laughs> I just realized that it's like a really New York thing to say. Um, he's kind of a dweeb, like a nerd, like a, like a fucking dork, right? That's the best yeah. way to put it, right? Yeah, it's it's funny because the the next word that came to my mind is tool, which is like another New York. Yeah, <laughs> it's not any more clear. <laughs> he's just like a like a herb, like he's just a dork. Like, okay, so they're having yeah. sex, and he's like lit candles, and like I guess like the context of it is that they've been dating for so long, so it does make. Yeah, sense. I think they've been dating for like f four years at this point. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense that he's trying to be romantic. Like it's almost admirable in that way. But like my guy is like, is is okay. I'm not a guy. Okay, oh, I am a guy. I mean, I'm not a girl. Meaning, <laughs> <laughs> I got, I'm so flustered by this whole thing. Um, I'm not a girl, I, so I can't speak to what turns women on during sex. But I can, I, as a viewer watching this scene, I'm like, this is far less sexier than Adam's insane fucking dirty talk in the previous scene. It is insane. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. It's definitely two two ends of the spectrum for sure. But I, yeah, I would prefer, which, oh, this is so sad to say, but I would definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Sound up. Really, really an insight into my own psyche right now. Maybe I should bring this up in therapy tomorrow. But um, <laughs> I, I would say that if I had to choose one, I think I would choose Adam's scenario. <laughs> Oh, out of the two. oh man and then when like when like when charlie and marnie are like having sex she's like all right just have sex with me from behind and he's like oh but you said you hate that it says you said it makes you feel like a piggy bank <laughs> a piggy bank. <laughs> she goes it makes me look like a piggy bank. <laughs> oh man yeah and then he's like oh just oh god his whole his whole thing during this scene is so rough because he's like oh uh let's let's together like i want to look in your eyes and so she's like no let's do it from behind um so then they switch positions and then he's just like okay i have to go slow and then he's just like oh my god oh yeah. my god he's like never had sex from behind before i don't understand what his reaction is here but uh okay it's rough whatever it is whatever it is uh i mean okay so what's yeah. okay <laughs> so i would say it definitely cements uh like us being on Marnie's side about Charlie just being uh insufferable, I think. Yeah, well, 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 there's a conversation between Marnie and Hannah in the kitchen later that I think really solidifies my position on it. But uh go ahead, continue. When sure. we get there, I'll talk about it. Yeah, so then the next scene is uh it cuts to Shoshana and Jessa at their apartment. Um and there's not much to this scene, but it's just Shoshana making like a, what does she call it? A manifestation board? Yeah, like, like a I mood love board. her. She keeps getting better and so better. Much. She's my favorite. She has my my favorite line in the episode where she's like telling um, Jessa to stop smoking. She's like, it's uh, uh, stop smoking in my apartment. It's not my rule. And Jessa's like, oh, it's pot. Don't worry. Do you want some? She's like, no, thanks. I'm already hyper. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I'm hyper enough as it is. Yeah, it's great. It's like, what are you? That's such a kid thing to say. It's so, so great. funny. Oh man. And she, she's just like, I understand you wanting to dull your pain with the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much. Oh, I love man. her too. Oh yeah, so, it's fantastic. Um, and I have, a, I have, I have kind of like a, a mental note that I made about Shoshana. And Marnie of all characters, but uh, we'll talk about that when we get to the abortion clinic later, because I think that's where it really. Comes <laughs> oh, up. that scene is wild. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's not much to that scene. It's just seeing how Shoshana and Jesse interact, I guess, because they're so different. But um, I don't really have anything else to say. And then the next scene is um Hannah leaving Adam's apartment. Um, oh, which, every scene between them is just so rough, and it just makes me so sad. <laughs> it's just so clear that he does not give a shit about her or like anything she has to say at all and she just tries so hard uh, it, it, it is it speaks so clearly to like how much uh uh hannah hates herself that she puts up with it um oh yeah cause... it's like so indicative of the insecurity that you have as as a woman in your early 20s for sure it's like I mean, me, maybe not everyone. It's obviously exaggerated, um, but it's yeah. it it hits it hits deep. <laughs> yeah, no, you you really feel you know you you get the sense that like she 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 really needs this in her life, and and she wants to turn it into something more than what it is. But Adam is just not not capable of being like a normal. He's not a human being. He's not a normal person. He is like a cartoon. It's just so clear that he like does not care or even begin to think about anything like in like in terms of a relationship with Hannah or even like a friendship. He has like zero desire to talk to her at all. Which to her, to his credit, like he doesn't really lead her on in any other way. He's just like, all right, we'll have sex sometimes. Like he doesn't really sit like, you no, know what I mean? He, yeah. No, you're right. He definitely doesn't. Um, yeah. It's, it's so odd because it's like, he doesn't lead her on, but he also doesn't know enough to say, like, this is what I'm looking for. Like, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm only looking for this. So it's just they, they just do this, like, awkward dance back and forth of her trying so hard and him just so clearly not giving a shit. But neither of them, like, acknowledging the other's perspective, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, man, I, it, it... Yeah, he's just not clear about what it is. Like, if he, you know, and it makes sense. It's a TV show. If he was just clear, then she would look like ridiculous for trying to pursue something other than what it is. So they have to kind of play us along. But right. uh, yeah, he he clearly doesn't want any of that. He is really sweet in this scene, though. There's a little sweetness at the end there that I that I I, I noted. Okay. Well, so before that, um, <laughs> in this scene, they're talking about using condoms um and and adam goes i don't know what it is about me but girls never ask me to use condoms and then lena dunham says we always use condoms um and he goes i guess that's why it always takes me 25 years to nut when i have oh sex with God. you it's so terrible which which by the way in the first episode he did not we we went back yes okay yeah we do need to circle back to this because i did not see the first time around, but Julio was 100% right in that he totally throws the condom and the wrapper behind the couch. So that 
solidifies Adam's uh, asshole rating as a 10. He's a 10 in, in the first one. episode. For sure, he's a 10. Sure. Yes, definitely. But he does use a condom in this episode. I mean, not that that's redeeming at all. I'm, it's just something I'm pointing out. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, we'll, 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 we'll land on our Adam asshole meter at the end of the, at the end of this episode. But so far, he's doing better. I'll say that much. Yeah. Okay. So what, what did you think was sweet about the end of the scene? Because I think she's walking out and like, you know, he's obviously being standoffish and like kind of an asshole and not really caring about what she's doing. But then like he does he's literally laying, he's literally laying on his bed facing the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, bye. He's like, okay. <laughs> but she's, you know, I guess Hannah expresses she's a little nervous about, you know, her friend going to an abortion clinic. Um, and he's like, oh, you're freaked out right now. And he like gets up. He's a little sweet. He's like, hey, you know, it's gonna, you know, like he 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 is somewhat emotionally supportive, which I wasn't expecting for him to give a shit. I thought he'd just be like, all right, well, good luck with that. But he isn't. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, it's funny. Just- so I I am. Um, I didn't read it that way at all, actually. Um. So after really interesting. Yeah. So the the thing that I got from it was because that was right after um. Right after he says that it takes him like 25 years to nut um, when he has sex with her. And then she has like a look on her face of just like, that's not nice. Um, Or she maybe even says it. And then he looks at her and he's like, oh, you're totally freaking out right now. And I think it was in reaction to that and not the whole abortion thing. Um, And as he's like comforting her, I guess, which by comforting (laughs) comforting her, he's holding her head and like, clapping her face is the only way i can it's a cartoon he's a cartoon describe it (laughs) um and he says he says i'm okay like don't worry i'm okay like he's reassuring her that he's okay with taking a long time to come oh god oh you're totally right (laughs) you're absolutely right i thought i I wish i wasn't i've seen this episode three times and i'm trying to give the guy a bone here but man he's just sucks he's so annoying uh, yeah it's really rough it's really rough yeah oh god uh, yeah and then she i guess she likes it because she's like cool and <laughs> she leaves right i think she just like doesn't have the wherewithal to realize how bad it is or that it could be better like that that there are healthier things out there um yeah at that age you just you don't know anything <laughs> right um, and also, I mean, she, she, she has that self-loathing in her that like, she can't sure. really, you know, you know, she doesn't see herself with anybody else. She's like, this guy is attractive and he likes having sex with me. So I'm going to make this work instead of like possibly going, going out on your own and like trying to find something better, which I don't think she has any confidence she can do. Oh, definitely. Yeah, of course. Um, Okay, so so the next scene it cuts to Charlie and Marnie talking back at the apartment. Um, I've this scene is so funny to me. Charlie is so funny in this scene to me. He's hilarious. I love him in this episode because he is yeah. a dork. I love him. It's so good. So she's telling him. I, they're just talking about the fact that she like wants him to not be so nice, essentially. Um, He's like, he's like, you just like want me to be a guy that doesn't care. And then he starts like, he starts like pretending to be that guy. And he goes, you want these fucking nuts in your mouth? It's great. <laughs> it's just so good. Him him doing that voice is like, oh, so fantastic to me. Uh, it, yeah. it really got me. It's, yeah, because like Barney is like, you got to 
be more assertive. And I guess like she wants him to like take more charge, I guess. Um, yeah. Which I don't even think personally, I don't even think that would fix anything between them. I, I just think, you know, and, and Hannah basically says so outright later in the scene, but like, she's just fucking bored of him. I mean, you're that young, yeah. you're dating for that long. I mean, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world to be like, yeah, this, this relationship has run its course. Yeah, for sure. And that's pretty much exactly what Hannah says. And I think that's pretty spot on. Yeah, that, that's that that's that's my analysis of their relationship, too. It's like she she in a, in a way kind of mirrors um not even just the sex stuff, but like I'm just thinking of this now. But like she's also in a way like Hannah, where Hannah can't imagine trying to be single and date somebody else. She's doing the same thing with Charlie. She should just break up with him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's. It's relatable, though, because if you think back to that age or even like, you know, maybe a little bit younger, but in your first relationship or in your first like casual sex experience in, in you know, Hannah's situation, it, it is hard to imagine anything else. You're like, oh, this is real. And this is you just uh, you're just so young and you just don't realize like how many more experiences you're going to have before you actually land on something that makes sense or like even before you realize what what it is that you need out of a relationship and it's just like this is the first situation that you've fallen into and you're you end up like trying to make it last as long as possible whether it's right or not right yeah and and you can't fault them for that again like we have to remember that these guys are like 23 like these are kids basically um for lack of a better word um so yeah I don't fault Marnie or Hannah, really. They're just the people who they are, and they're reacting to their situations the way that they react. Um, Can't really fault them. But, yeah, at the end of the day, Hannah nails it on the head. She should break up with him. Um, But, you know, know, who's to say? I mean, Hannah's got her own problems. Even Marnie is like, uh, you can't let that guy talk to you, which I don't know how I feel about Marnie telling that to Hannah. Like, sex talk is totally fine and healthy. Like, dirty talk is totally a fine yeah. thing to do. It's, it's funny because Adam's version of it is so deplorable that, like, <laughs> that that we can be on Marnie's side about it. But when you're coming from Marnie's perse- perspective, you really don't know how bad Adam, like, what Adam is saying is. Right, um, exactly. So she's just coming at it as, like, oh, he dirty talks you and he shouldn't be allowed to do that because he's not your boyfriend, it, which obviously is bullshit it's, if it's, like, consensual. Yeah, it's ridiculous. She's, like, coming at it from, like, the completely wrong. I mean, Adam is saying genuinely insane shit. Um, <laughs> right. But she doesn't know that, like you said. So she's just, like, he's not your boyfriend. Like, better put a ring on it and you know, whatever. And I'm, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she obviously is, like, this person in this, like, very vanilla long-term relationship, and I don't know, and she's a little bit, like, I would call Marnie maybe a little bit waspy. Um, Yes, so that's, I'm so glad you hit on that, because the point I wanted to make with Shoshana and Marnie is that, again, I'm sorry about the Sex in the City talk, but Shoshana is Charlotte, but, like, a progressive Charlotte, and Marnie is a conservative Miranda. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I was thinking the same thing as as I was watching this episode, honestly. This episode really brought that out in me. Where, um, For those of you who don't know, Miranda and Charlotte are two characters of Sex and the City. Miranda was the progressive <laughs> best friend. This podcast is just comparing girls to Sex and the City. Don't worry. We'll get to the part where I start comparing it to The Sopranos, and then we're really, <laughs> we'll really be rolling. Um, but yeah, uh, Miranda's progressive best friend was Carrie, and... Uh, 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 Charlotte is like the conservative waspy type, but like their characters is Charlotte's more naive 
and like believes in true love and all that where Miranda's more pragmatic and she's like listen you just date somebody you see if it works if it doesn't work you know all that uh Marnie and Shoshana fill those roles but with like completely different outlooks which I think is very interesting uh, Marnie is very yeah. conservative she's like he's, he's got to be a boyfriend to talk dirty to you which like you said is insane that doesn't make any fucking sense right and Shoshana's like sex is great she gets excited to go to the <laughs> to the abortion clinic I mean you got oh my her. god that's uh, yeah I cannot wait to get to that scene. <laughs> all right that was just my observation about those two characters but continue I'm sorry <laughs> so, so then the next scene is Hannah googling <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I love this so much. So she she's like freaking out about condoms and STDs and she Googles diseases that come from no condom for one second. That, that, that when I saw that I was cracking up because that is exactly like because she's trying to minimize like she she she's like she feels so like scared of the prospect. She's like, okay, but even for like one second. What happens so if you're funny. not wearing a condom? It's so funny. She lands on basically what happens to the stuff on the sides of condoms, which I don't. I don't even know. I, I don't know what to make of that, but sure. I think she's just <laughs> paranoid because Adam is kind of a gross creep. So she's like, yeah. she's exploring her options, which I don't blame her. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought an interesting thing that I realized the second time around uh, was this scene. So she had just like obviously taken a shower or something and she's like in a towel on her bed while she's Googling these things. And when they do a close up, like she has some wicked dandruff. And I thought that that was really interesting. Oh, I didn't um, notice. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it the first time around. But the second time around, I guess I was being more analytical. And I definitely I saw that and I was like, oh, that's that's an interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I appreciated it. Hey, I have I I, I my, on my worst days I have bad dandruff. So uh uh, uh let's uh solidarity with uh, Lena Dunham's character Hannah on girls. Yeah, I mean like a lot of people do. It's a realistic thing to include. Yes. It was just interesting. Uh, STDs you can get for having no condom on for one second. I don't even know what those phrases. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's incredible. It was, it's so good. It's just so well worded in how awkward it is. Um, oh boy. And then, so then the next scene is them sitting at the park. Um, it's who is it? It's Shoshana, Jessa, and Hannah. Yeah. Um, and Shoshana starts talking about that self help book about dating. Which, which I mean, like that that is so cute. She's like, if he does, he the stuff she reads from it is is all sex positive. But she's like, it's like the self empowering book, right? Where it's like, don't have sex from behind because the the right man's gonna want to look at you in the eyes. Which is hilarious. So this this leads to my favorite line. So she says she says sex from behind. She's like reading from the book, and she says sex from behind is degrading. Point blank. And then Jessa goes, "Well, what if I want to feel like I have udders?" Oh God! I mean, more power to her. Yeah. Why? She's right. I mean, this is just something. I mean, you you couldn't understand this as as a man, but as a woman, it's that's that's a hundred percent how it feels. Right, as as a straight as a straight man, um, it's not really something I'm familiar with, but like I, I get it. She's like, why would I? She's right. Jess is right. Jess is my least favorite character. I kind of I don't like her really, but she does make the best point here. It's like, what well, this lady doesn't speak for me, which is true. Yeah. So she gets like very defensive about the self help book, and she's just like, this is yeah. She's basically saying that like this woman does not speak for me, and I hate when women tell other women what is okay and what isn't okay. Like I'm gonna do whatever whatever I want, basically, and that should be okay. Um, which is a hundred percent true. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, obviously not, agree with her. Yeah, like, mind your fucking business. <laughs> but then, so she also says another, uh, she has so many, like, as much as I dislike Jess, Jess's character, she has great lines in this uh, episode. So she goes, if I wanted to go on some dates, I would, but I don't because they're for lesbians. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> she's, 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 I don't know what to make of that. I guess she's like, you know. I don't either. Um, wait. It's just, it was very funny. Before we move on to the next scene, I have to point this out because it drove me nuts. And it, would, it drove me nuts each time I watched it. Is that Hannah has like a very, ugh, sex in the city, I'm sorry. But Hannah has a very Carrie line reading where she goes, who are the ladies? And I'm like, that does not, that sounds like a completely different character. The way she says it sounds oh, interesting. so, so sex in the city to me. But that's just, I just wanted to bring that up. It, it, it sounds like when Carrie like is ripping with her friends in sex in the city. Right. Yeah. No, I think I get what you're saying. That's interesting though. It's not something that I really noticed. Yeah. Well, I'm a crazy person. But I get it now, now that you say it. No, now that you say it, I definitely understand. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then they, so in the, yeah. in this scene, they also, um, so after they're talking about this self help book and stuff, Jessica kind of starts like freaking out, and her and Hannah start talking about like her abortion, why Jess is so freaked out, basically. And I thought it was a really touching moment um, when Je when Jessica starts saying that she wants to have children and that she'd be really good at it, and she's like sort of being defensive to to. I mean, not that nobody's accusing her of anything, but she obviously feels some type of way. And so she's getting all defensive and saying that she really does want to be a mom and that she would be really good at it. And I, oh, that really like tugged at my heartstrings a bit, to be honest. No, it's a, it is, you know, you know, she's, she plays the character. I, I can't remember the actress's name, but she plays the character here, at least in this scene with like a nice, vulnerability like you could tell she doesn't want to outright admit that she's upset that she's having this abortion um because it's not an ideal situation for her but she doesn't want to like lead in so emotionally onto that so she's like i'd be a great mom you know i want to have kids and she says something about like i want to have kids with many different types of men from different races oh my god bizarre yeah. <laughs> i don't even I, i'm not even gonna touch that one but no, i do like a rough line I do like this. I do like in the scene that Hannah is talking to her and she, Hannah, I guess, is kind of a, a doofus. So she's like trying to figure out what's the problem. So she's like, are you mad at, are you mad at yourself? She's like, no. I was like, are you mad at me? She's like, it's not about you. She's like, she's like trying to figure out what it is, is the problem, but she can't really quite get a handle on it. She's like, okay, don't worry. I love you. It's fine. <laughs> it's right. Fine. Yeah. No, but I thought it was good because uh, Jessa calls her out for being, she's like, not everything's about you. And then she starts saying like, I'm not a character in one of your novels. And Hannah goes, uh, I write essays. Yeah. That's great. Oh, oh man. God. Oh, I think we're at uh, the turning point of the episode in my least favorite scene, but I, I'm not a hundred percent. So what happens? Is it the, is it the, the Mike Birbiglia scene next? It's, it's time for Mike Birbiglia. Yes. But I think, but what do you think of that scene? Because obviously it's an insane thing. This is where the episode kind of turns for me where like I start liking it less and less, but um, it's set up for the scene later um, when Hannah's getting her test done. That she just uh, says awful shit. Yeah. Like she doesn't know, like she doesn't think before she speaks. And so she says like these incredibly like dumb things that she doesn't put much thought into. But it's like a crazy scene because they're hitting it off. You're like, like, what compelled you to call him a date rapist? I'm sorry, I don't understand. So it's like she thinks she's making a joke and it's just like wildly inappropriate. 
it's it's it, it's, it's it's really rough <laughs> and the scene the scene is two minutes i want to say about a minute and 50 seconds of that scene they're hitting it off as soon as she makes a joke the, the guy's like actually i don't think we're a good fit and it ends it is a, that much that quick of a turn understandably yeah, she, so. he was basically yeah he it was so quick he was basically just like yeah i don't think that you understand office like what's appropriate for an office setting. So this isn't going to be, this isn't going to work. I mean, she basically had the job at that point. He yeah. was like, uh, I'll just take a look at this. I mean, it's formality. Who cares? And she just. Yeah, complete, complete self-sabotage. Jesus Christ. Um, I don't even know if she's like conscious of it. I don't think she means to self-sabotage, but God damn. Yeah, it's, she just like doesn't know when to stop. It's definitely like a word vomit. Oh man. And that's that's this is a turning point in the episode for me because now we go to Jessa, I believe, who's like uh, walking into the bar. Yes. Yeah, she's walking into a bar at the time that her abortion appointment is supposed to be. And you know, it makes sense for Jessa's character. She doesn't want to really um, confront this abortion because it's bumming her out, understandably so. Even though she made an appointment, well, actually, I guess Marnie made the appointment. <laughs> yeah, Marnie made the appointment for her, but yeah. Um, my favorite part of this is that she orders a white Russian. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, at one o'clock. It was just so funny that she, like, of all things, she orders a white Russian. I know. I don't know. I just, I, that was a great detail to me because then the rest of the scene, she has like a milk mustache. And, and I'm glad you brought it up because I have right here on my notes, I have just a milk mustache because it is so weird. <laughs> it's so Jesus, weird. This is it's like gross. It's like an ugly milk mustache yeah. she has for the entire scene. Yeah. So this guy comes into the bar and is asking to use a, a payphone, <laughs> and the bartender's like, "Why would we have a payphone?" So Excellent. Jessa offers. Ex He's right. Why would they have a payphone inside the bar? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like what the fuck? Um, so Jessa's like, "You can use my cellular phone." Um. Which and is a flip phone. He asked 2012 is such a long yeah, time ago. It's a flip phone. That's a flip phone. I think it was like even outdated at the time. Um, yeah, so after he uses her phone or whatever, he asks her like what she's drinking. And it's just like a close up on her face with a milk mustache. And she just says milk. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that close up. Scene. It's just that, the weirdest fucking scene to me. That close up, man. Like, I don't know what... You know, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. It's such a bizarre thing. Um, yeah, and she's like got this really big smile on, and it's like this gross. Like milk mustaches are gross. It's you have milk, you have food on your face. It's it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I'm belaboring this point. It just stuck out to me. Like, why does she have this big fucking milk stain on her on her face? It's. <laughs> it was very intense. It was an intense scene. Yeah, and then and then we have our girls. Uh, back at the abortion clinic, I think, right? Oh my god. Yeah, so Hannah and Marnie are at the abortion clinic. Um, Hannah runs in and she's like 10 minutes late and Marty, Marnie's like bitching at her for being late. Even Jess is not even there yet, obviously. Um, right. <laughs> so Marnie's, you know, like just being neurotic Marnie. Um, and what does she say? Oh, so a line that I have written down while they're talking <laughs> She says abortion is one of the most traumatic things that can happen to a woman. Oh man. <laughs> and 
it's just so fucking tone deaf. Like, yes, abortion can be traumatic. That is absolutely true. But it is not one of, it is not the most traumatic thing that right. can happen to a woman. Like, uh, rape or uh, like. Yeah, a myriad of other things. Like so, a myriad of other things, right. Um, and I was just like, oh. Yeah, no, I mean, we haven't really. Yeah, yeah, I know. We haven't really touched on it because I, I really want to hear your perspective on it. But how do you think this episode handles abortion as like a topic? Because I think it's oddly uh, kind of conservative, but I, I can't speak to that. I'm not a, I'm not a woman. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Um, I don't. Yeah, I guess it might, might be a little bit conservative. I mean. Oh, what what about it makes you think that it's conservative? Okay, so the only character who kind of sees it as like, oh, cool, we're at the abortion clinic is obviously Shoshana. She's like, this is neat. I've never done something like this before. So she's super, <laughs> super psyched about it. Um, and I think Hannah and Marnie um, kind of see it as like this kind of really sad thing, which I think from from Jess's perspective, I understand. Because she doesn't, you know, you know, she didn't want to have abortion. She didn't want to be pregnant. That's understandable. But Marnie is like, this is, like you said, that line. And it's like, she also starts talking about how she wants to be a mom too. It's very interesting that they're like, it, it, to me, it seems like, like the, this, this abortion yeah. thing is like, like they're there in a sad, like it's a sad thing for them to be there versus like, it's just like a thing people do sometimes, especially when you're casually having sex in your twenties. Um, so what I, I was saying that I think it's odd. Um, I think it's difficult for media portrayal of abortions in general, because it could be either. It could be just something that you, that happens, or it could be something that is kind of traumatic. And I think either depiction is correct. Um, because it totally could be, it, it could go either way. I think that, I wouldn't say that portraying it as a sad thing is inherently conservative because it totally can be a sad thing. Even if you're somebody who is very pro-abortion and is totally fine with it and knows that it's the right decision and stuff, it could still be, it could still end up being a sad experience or a difficult experience. Um, it's not, but it also could be something that's like no big deal. Um, and I don't think either one is more correct than the other. Oh, um, sure. Totally, totally. Um, and I don't think I would say either one is. I was just kind of coming at it from like a, the perspective of like, like these characters are like kind of young, progressive, young, hip people. I, I, I guess I'm really coming at it against Marnie because uh, I don't think Hannah really is. Like, I think Hannah just feels bad for her friend. But I think Marnie I, is the one that really kind of caught me off guard. That's why I was like, she's like a conservative Miranda. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, I think it makes sense for Marnie to feel that way because as we've seen, like the most traditional and probably conservative out of all of them. So I feel like it makes sense for Marnie to make a huge, whereas Hannah doesn't really make, like she's just there for her friend, which is probably what I would relate to the most personally. Like just, it's not so casual where it's like, okay, see you later, but it's also something that you want to support your friend for because it is, it's still like a medical procedure, you know, even if you take emotion out of it, it's still like a pretty serious medical procedure. Yeah, yeah, okay, um, yeah. Nothing else. So I feel like Hannah's perspective makes the most sense to me, but I also feel like Marnie's makes make sense for her character, you know? Right. And then Shoshana like- She brings candy <laughs> from Dylan's- doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Because <laughs> Shoshana comes- she brings a bag of candy from Dylan's candy bar, which is just like the most 
Dylan's candy bar is the funniest. That was it's like the so funniest funny. detail. Dylan's today. candy bar, by the way, is very expensive. So she, you know, oh, she's doing so okay. Expensive. Oh man, she's just having a great time. I love her. It's she's expensive, my touristy. Yeah, she comes in. She's like, uh, I brought snacks from Dylan's because when my sister had a baby, it took hours. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, you a show. <laughs> She has no fucking clue. She has no clue what the fuck is happening. She's so, so, so oblivious to it. Oh man, Ugh. a fucking idea. Absolutely. Um. So yeah. So, <laughs> so Jess doesn't show up. Um. I guess I think this is when they to back to Jess actually, and she's um, sex with a guy in the bathroom, and he ends up he ends up being like, oh, you're bleeding. So she obviously got her period. Um or miscarried whatever he obviously doesn't show up at all um and then it cuts back to the clinic and and Marnie is just like so upset <laughs> that Jessa isn't there yet and she says it's just a bummer she, she ruined that her beautiful she ruined abortion it. that she threw <laughs> so Marnie's like complaining that Jessa ruined <laughs> yeah so Hannah's like you threw a beautiful abortion which was so funny because it's so true like what yeah she's... Marnie is well, I mean, my character. favorite scene of the episode is when she's talking to Shoshana moments later, which is hilarious. Oh, um, is it, is it when she talks about rent? Or no, uh, because that comes first. Right, no, that comes <laughs> okay, first. So, I'm, I'm talking about, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so the next thing that I have written down is they're talking about AIDS because Hannah is like scared of having AIDS or whatever. Um, and they're saying, and they're saying it's not that hard to um to contract but it's also oh they're saying it's not that easy to contract but also it kind of isn't that hard either and shoshana goes yeah haven't you seen rent and marnie goes please <laughs> i've seen it like 12 times it's basically why i moved to new york oh my god <laughs> Rent, by the way fucking sucks i'm sorry fucking cracked up at that line <laughs> like yeah, died it's hilarious. laughing um so good it's a, well. Also, uh, Hannah has this great line, this great bit, which um, Marnie's like, she's she's uh, worried of like dying of AIDS. She's like, no, I'm worried about getting HIV uh, and contracting AIDS. I'm not a fool, and it's great. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. It's, it's so ridiculous. Um, yeah. So then I guess next Hannah goes in to get her STD test, and then it cuts to Marnie and um, Shoshana talking. So what what was it about that scene that you? That caught your eye. Well, the funny thing, well, it's well, okay. Before I get ahead of myself, Shoshana reveals she's never had sex. Um, AKA I'm 22 and a virgin, <laughs> which is a really funny right. way to put it. Um, <laughs> but the reason why I bring it up is because Marnie says the very funny thing. She's like, I don't know what to tell you. I hit a dog once. I had my learner's permit. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I didn't write that down, but that was so fantastic. <laughs> that like that's her her. Her attempt at making Shoshana's I hit a puppy. That's great. Oh man, I uh, it's so funny. And then like she's talking, and Shoshana's like, I almost had sex once, but it was like in, in like at camp, and it was kind of spooky, so she stopped. <laughs> Which is like, okay, that's definitely Shoshana. <laughs> she's like, it was in the woods, and it was spooky. <laughs> fair, totally fair. Absolutely fair. I just love that scene. And I also love it because Shoshana's kind of ingratiating herself more into the group, which means she's becoming more of a character. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited for when she does uh, crack, but we'll talk about that when it happens. <laughs> I thought about her doing crack when she said that she's too hyper to smoke pot. And I was like, ooh. 
<laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Little did you know. Yeah, exactly. You don't even know it's coming, Shoshana. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then so like I guess Hannah goes into the STD and that that word vomit kind of comes back. Oh god. This scene is so fucking rough. This scene is like what makes me understand why people hate this show. Yeah, it's 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 rough. It's really really rough. Yeah, so she's talking to the uh, doctor who's, like, giving her a pap smear. Or, like, going through the motions of um, reviewing her and then giving her a pap smear. And as this is going on, Hannah's just, like, kind of going on, on a whole rant about being scared of AIDS. Um, and and then being like, oh, but, it, you know, the upside of it is that, you know, nobody would ask you, like, what to do. Nobody would ask you... Uh, did you get a job yet you know because they'd just be like happy that you're not dead basically um she was like and then another upside would be that like if adam did give me aids then that's something he would have to live with forever that he gave me aids and then she was like maybe i'm not scared of having aids maybe what i'm wanting is aids yeah <laughs> and the doctor's just like that's a ridiculous thing to say and it's just it's so rough it's so bad because it's like yeah that's a fucking awful thing to say yeah it's one of the one of the most selfish things i've ever heard from a human being in a tv show and i've watched a lot of tv shows it's uh i mean i guess it makes sense for her character but like and you know you know you're not supposed to take her seriously she's just like kind of free-forming like whatever kind of thought she has because in a way she does want um she she's basically saying oh if i had this disease i wouldn't have to worry about rent i wouldn't have to worry about all the things i'm currently worrying about because it would be like my biggest concern and people would cut me more slack which is such a selfish just like a such an awful thing to say like right so i feel like a lot of what she says especially in this like stream of consciousness is stuff that like maybe we would think in like a split second before catching ourselves and being like that's fucking absurd and it's certainly something that people don't fucking say because of how it's just for obvious reasons i don't even have to explain that um right right so it's like it's like yeah we kind of get it a a little bit but at the same time it just makes her so selfish and like just self-absorbed obviously that she feels that it's not a big deal to say these things or that she just doesn't even think before she says them well she says it to like her fucking doctor But we got our point across. Yeah. It's an incredibly selfish thing for her to say in that moment. And I think that's where we end, right? right? That's like, the, that's the final scene of the episode. She's like, well, the, the doctor has the, the line of the episode, which is you couldn't pay me to be 24 again. And I agree. I would never want to be that age again. Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah, that was a great line. Um, I like that that was her reaction where she was just like, she recognized it as this girl just being like a fucking neurotic, selfish, naive 24 year old. <laughs> yeah. which is legit and, yeah um actually so where where it ends after that is, is that i just thought this was funny as a woman um she's getting a pap smear and she like you know the doctor like inserts the speculum or whatever and she's like does that hurt and, and hannah's like uh only in the way that it's supposed to which is so, <laughs> <laughs> this such like a fucking experience as a woman going to the gyno of just like oh is this okay and it's like no this is not fucking okay but this is how it's supposed to be so fine you're right um yes jesus (laughs) yeah so that's where it ends um fucking great episode i think it's great i definitely think it's very funny um i uh i don't know where where it skips where it tips the scale of whether this is supposed to be satire or not yet 
I, I want to withhold judgments until we end the season, but I think it's a funny episode. And I think we get more Shoshana. If we get more, uh, the more Shoshana we get, the stronger the episode is. So we're only looking up. <laughs> I think that's fair. That's a fair assessment. Um, Adam, uh, asshole scale, where, where do we land? Episode two. <sighs> that's a tough one. He's not as bad in, in this episode as he was in the first. Yeah, I I'm agree. Thinking... I, don't think, I don't think he earned a 10. No, he didn't. I'm going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave him at a soft seven. He's a soft seven here. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I would say like, yeah, so somewhere between 6.5 and 7. Yeah, I think 7 yeah. is right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like, you know, he is more honest to her and he's like still a fucking idiot and an animal. And Marnie was right. He is an animal. He lives like an animal. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah she calls him an animal and it is very spot on. She, He is one. He is a big, he's, he's fucking... Wouldn't even look at her. She's walking out the apartment and he has his head faced away from her in bed. He's such a fucking idiot. Laying facing the wall. That shit was so funny. It's, it's great. Um, but yeah, he's a seven in this episode. I, I do see us kind of liking him more as we go along. Um, and then probably hating him again. I don't think I think he's a very complicated character, I think, to to feel uh one way or the other but right now he, he's doing better he's doing better i'll say that much he's doing much better than he was in the first time around yeah i, I would uh i would agree with that i don't know if i'd say I, much better but definitely better right. because he used a condom maybe yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly he's got he, he's already a, a leg up because he didn't fuck it up that fast um <laughs> I, would, I would add how big of a fucking herb charlie is but i know he's not in the show that much so i uh, i don't even i don't think it's it's worth even discussing he's such a herb but he's so f i enjoy his scenes so much his scenes are so enjoyable yeah he's 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 wonderful he's just like you know because like you know you know hannah's right like he is just like a really nice guy and like he really does care about marnie she just doesn't want to be with him so you kind of feel bad for the guy but he's such a dork god damn yeah i mean he's like I said, I think I said this in the first episode, but he's definitely just like a simp. He's a simp. He simps for Marnie. Yeah, oh my so God. hard. So hard. And he was like, oh, oh, you suck on my nuts. It's great. That was the, I'm, I I just thinking about it. That scene was so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, it, it was a solid episode. I think, uh, I think it kind of go it, it trends down after the fucking awful interview scene um i think the first half's really funny and then um i don't know uh, the interview scene is just so fucking absurd to me i i don't know what to make of that scene still i think it's funny that it like killed it for you a little bit it's like you, you had it in the bag like how how, how does one do that? How does one like get so close to victory and then like think, uh, you know what? Fuck it. Let yeah. me ask you, let me, <laughs> let me call you a date rapist in your, in your own so, job. I think it's very easy to get frustrated with Hannah's character. And I think that's maybe why a lot of people, I'm, I keep trying to figure out why people dislike this show. <laughs> so, so I feel like that's maybe one of the main reasons that I'm coming up with uh, so far. So here's the thing, all right? Because I'm enjoying this episode, and I'm watching it. And I've watched it three times. I obviously enjoy it quite a bit. And I'm thinking to myself, why did I stop watching this episode? And then I remember there's five more seasons. So I'm thinking, because I, I dropped it season two okay. halfway through. And I'm thinking, 
as the show goes on, I, 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 if I remember correctly, I felt more and more frustrated with the show mm. at the time than um, when, like that. I think the first season, I think it's pretty u- much universally enjoyed. I think most people who like the show love that first season. Okay. And it just continues and like the characters progress in ways that I think probably turn people off. But also as a backlash, it's a, it's a woman centric show. Uh, obviously, people have an issue with that because people don't know how to fucking act. Yeah. So and then people they, just know, don't like Lena Dunham. And people, you know, and we've talked about it, and I'm sure we're going to talk about it a lot, but I still think she gets a, a lot of undue hate. I mean, like, it's so easy to just not care about Lena Dunham. It's that easy. Like me, I don't care about her, really. I mean, she seems yeah, to be I think that's like Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think we should just probably not give a shit about Lena Dunham. That's probably the right, <laughs> the right stance. I, and I think she would appreciate that, because I would. I, I, this poor lady, I, I was looking at some reviews or some comments about the show, you know, just like some research when I was like prepping this episode, whatever. And like people fucking hate this lady. They people really go hard. They people go hard. And it's like, there's so many more, uh, so many more people to hate there. there, There's a, there's a, you know me. And I know you get sick of me when I talk about politics. I fucking hate so (laughs) many more people with such a fire that, Lena Dunham doesn't even like, she doesn't even, she's not even a blip. She's just like a, a guy, a, a lady who makes TV shows and movies. Who cares? And she does it without taking no, money from I, the yeah. military. So <laughs> it's that, funny that, when you said, uh, her a leg up. you said that she would probably appreciate that. <laughs> My first thought is like, yeah, that's literally all I want in life. <laughs> oh. oh, so Adam's a seven. Um, Jessa has a miscarriage, a, a happy miscarriage, which you never yeah. see on TV. That's, um, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, she's super psyched about it, which I mean, good for her. But yeah, you never see that on TV either. Yeah, no, it's it's a good point. Um, and I think we left we leave our characters in like kind of an open state where they are back to where they were the last episode, which is probably kind of a negative thing. Like nothing really happens other than Jessa just is no longer um pregnant which is you know it's good now we can like really start like exploring that character in a way where she doesn't have right yeah the conflict has been resolved so we're back at square one so we get to see what's next right which i'm excited for um uh this is julio saying season one going good so far because i know myself and you know me very well i know at some point i'm gonna turn against the show so i'm enjoying it for what it is right now i'm so scared <laughs> what what's oh, gonna happen at that point? I don't know. I don't know. But I think uh I guess I'm we'll find curious. out. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right then. All right. All that right. was episode two, Vagina Panic. Uh we'll Vagina Panic. Yeah, I guess we'll catch you guys on the next one. Yeah, catch you on the flip side. Do you feel good about that? Is that oh. how you want to go out? <laughs> no. <laughs> you want to go out and catch you feel, on the flip side? I feel, I feel, I feel awful about that. That's staying in. I'm sorry. It's staying in. So that's, <laughs> that's where we're going with. Perfect.